Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Bite Size Nutrition Podcast. If you notice that the audio is slightly different, that's because I'm in a slightly different location and I do my best (laughs) to make the audio sound similar. So I hope that this is not an issue for you. I think you're going to get a lot out of this episode. And so definitely stick around. If you are just joining us for the first time today, I'm Jillian. I am a nutrition coach and I help individuals build consistent, sustainable eating habits and improve their relationship with food. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about bloating and specifically about one habit that can support you if you're noticing that you tend to feel bloated or you have sort of, um, in Spanish, they would say like digestiones pesadas, like heavy digestions. And this podcast was actually spurred by two So one client and then one of the lovely women that follow me on Facebook, sorry, not Facebook, Instagram. My client asked me, we were in a session the other day and she goes, Hey, I noticed that I've been bloating after I eat certain things. Like, should, should I start cutting things out of my diet to see if I have a food intolerance? And while that's definitely a possibility, it is definitely possible that there is some food intolerance there. I asked her, I was like, well, before we just start cutting things out of your diet, when you eat, how do you chew your food? And she was like, oh, I don't, I don't think I really do that. I just sort of like take a bite and I swallow. And so what I did, I mentioned to her, I was like, you know what, before we start putting restrictions on what you can eat, let's work on actually chewing each bite of food really well and see if that makes a difference. And so I want to talk to you a little bit today about why chewing your food is so important and then some actionable tips to actually do it. Because I think it sounds really simple, like, oh, just chew your food better. But I know from experience, personal experience and experience as a coach, that simply knowing what to do is not necessarily enough to get us to do something. So I want to make sure that you have some actionable steps that you're like, hey, this is actually how I'm going to get this to be a habit in my life. So first of all, I I was scrolling Facebook the other day, which is not one of my best habits, but you know what? I do it sometimes. I find it fascinating. And it was actually very fascinating the other day because I was really aware of all of the ads that came up as I was scrolling. And I went back and actually started taking notes on them. And over the course of about like five minutes, maybe less, I was advertised at least six different products that were aimed to quote unquote fix different issues with my body. Two of those six products were products that were aimed to quote unquote, again, fix your bloating and digestive issues. And so I want to get into this and understand a little bit about what might be going on because the fact of the matter is, is that yes, it is possible that there is some really severe issue going on and that you need to speak to a doctor or a gastroenterologist. It is possible that there is a food sensitivity. It is possible that there is something that needs medical attention. I, I 100% support you getting help from that and not from some, you know, quote unquote, digestive health gut coach on Instagram, but someone that's actually a specialist in digestive issues. I fully support that. However, I also want to mention that there are things that we can do ourselves to support a great digestive process that maybe we're not doing. And so this podcast is going to specifically focus on that. And I want to get one thing straight is that a certain amount of bloating is normal. If you're bloating, there are many, 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 many reasons why that might happen. 
they're ranging from eating too quickly, food sensitivities. As I said, there, it may be a more severe digestive issue. It may just be you ate a meal with too much sodium. Maybe you're dehydrated. Maybe you're stressed out. Maybe you're premenstrual. Maybe you've just eaten too much and you're feeling quite full. And that sort of feels like bloating, even though it's really just your belly is full of food. And most of these things are bound to happen at some time or another stress, eating something super salty, having a busy day and forgetting to drink enough water, like that is life. But as I mentioned before, something that I see happen a lot with clients, this is personally something that was a big issue for me, was simply eating too quickly and specifically eating too quickly and in the course of doing so, not chewing food enough. And the really cool thing is that that specifically is a free, simple, low effort way to improve your digestive process without spending money on any of these Facebook products or having to cut out foods that you enjoy from your diet. And so I want to touch a little bit on why it's so important to chew our food well. So real basic here. So when we eat food, uh, when we actually, even before food hits our bellies, when we smell the food that actually starts the saliva production in our mouths. Then when we actually take a bite of food, our saliva has a couple of different enzymes that help break our food down. Has one en enzyme named amylase, which helps break down carbohydrates, and another one called lingual lipase, which helps break down fats. However, if we're just taking a bite of food and then immediately swallowing, we're gonna end up with much larger food particles in our stomachs, which leads to interesting stomach issues, including gas, bloating, indigestion, I'm sure at some point you have felt this. And so part of this is also, we're not taking advantage of our teeth. Our teeth are there to help mix in our saliva with our food. And so as we chew our food up into small pieces, the enzymes in our saliva and the actual chewing action of our teeth are helping break down those food particles before they reach our stomachs. And so our saliva and our teeth are these incredible things that we have fully accessible to us that support good digestion. And we're not taking advantage of them in many cases. And when it comes to specifically to mindful eating practices, chewing well gives us time. It gives us time to taste our food and be present in the act of eating. And you probably experienced this at some point. I know I definitely have We've either been super hungry or really looking forward to something or just totally distracted while you eat. And you've just inhaled something that you were really looking forward to. Maybe you, you know, you spent all day being like, oh, I'm going to go eat a pizza. You get there, you sit down and you just wolf down the pizza. And afterwards you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even taste that. I was so stuck in the like wanting of the pizza that I didn't actually even experience the eating of the pizza. And then that does often lead to that feeling of like, oh, I ate too much. Like I don't feel great. And Chewing your food is part of the sort of collection of mindful eating habits that can help you slow down and experience your food a bit more, which can change how you feel during your meal. It can change how you feel after you eat. And it can also have an influence on how much you eat, what foods you choose. It has sort of a ripple effect on a lot of different things. And so I am going to go into in a minute, a couple of actionable tips to get yourself in the habit of chewing your food better. But in the meantime, I do want to mention, we did an entire episode specifically on bloating with the Be Well Cartel, which is the other podcast that I host with two other coach friends of mine. 
You may have heard Holly on this podcast before when we talked about time management. And we did a whole episode where we dove into bloating specifically and also some warning signs for when bloating is something that you do want to get professional help on. And I'm not talking professional, like I can help people implement habits that can support good digestion. But if you actually are dealing with a medical condition, that is not something to go to a nutrition coach for. That's something that we want to make sure that you're going to a specialist, that you're going to a doctor and not someone that's just like, I cured my own gut health issues. If you know what I mean, (laughs) I'm just giggling, thinking to myself, you know, Instagram and TikTok and everybody wants to be a doctor these days. So if you do want a deeper dive into bloating, some guidance on it, and how, and some warning signs of if and when to sort of take that next step and contact a specialist or doctor, it's Be Well Cartel episode number 61, and I will link that in the show notes. So let's go into some of the actionable tips here. This is going to be a slightly shorter episode. Um, And I just want to be clear, I am a big fan of starting with the simplest, most accessible solutions to the problems that we have. And so the solutions and well, I want to say solutions, but the help, the guidance that I'm going to give you now is all stuff that you can do on your own time. You can do for free. And yeah, while having a coach to help guide you into how to implement these habits can be super helpful, but whether or not you have a coach, you work with me, you're a client of mine, or you're not, all of these tips cost absolutely nothing. And you can do them literally anywhere. No matter what is on your plate, you can practice these habits. And then that said, if you go ahead and you try implementing chewing your food better, slowing down a little bit, if you implement that on a regular basis and you're still struggling, you're not seeing improvement, then that is a moment in which you're like, hey, maybe it is a food sensitivity. Maybe it is a more severe digestive issue. And it's not something that is just going to be solved with like Instagram self-care tips. So here are just a few actionable tips that I think can be really, really helpful in letting you start to chew your food better, be more present while you eat, and hopefully improve some of the bloating and uncomfortableness that you might be feeling during or after meals. So the first one is do your best to give yourself time to eat. And the reason why I say it like that is because I know that a lot of us are busy. I work with a lot of women who have stressful jobs, who have kids, who have lots and lots of things going on. And so often we kind of forget that eating should be a non-negotiable. It's something we know we need to do every single day without fail, yet it's the last thing that goes on our calendar or the last thing that we think about. And so actually looking at your day and setting aside time so that you can eat, so that you can be intentional with your eating practices is a very impactful step. My, my lunch break is on my calendar every single day. If I have to adjust it, I adjust it, but it is a non-negotiable for me to have some time to eat. And it may feel really hard to do that at first. You might be like, well, I just don't have time. And it's normal to feel like that. If you've never really considered the fact that like eating as an activity is a non-negotiable. If you need help on this, let me know. And because structuring what this looks like is actually part of my group coaching program, we look at time management practices and how to manage your time to make it easier to support your eating habits. So do your best to give yourself time to eat. The next one is try to eat without distractions. 
And this can help because if we are trying to think about 18 things at once, we're trying to think about the work email we're trying to write, we're trying to uh, you know, pay attention to a series that we're watching, we're trying to scroll, do some online shopping on Instagram or whatever that is. And on top of that, trying to be intentional about chewing our food well, that's a lot. That's a lot for our brain to handle at one time. And so giving yourself time, even if it's just for a few minutes at the beginning of a meal to not have a distraction can help you be really intentional with chewing your food better. It can be helpful to actually count your chews. Often, you know, we see recommendations anywhere from like 20 times to 50 times. If it does help you to actually count those chews, highly recommend it. If that feels overwhelming for some people, they're like, I hate that idea. Please don't make me do that. Don't do it. The idea here is to get your food to be a paste before you swallow it. And so that means if you're eating a taco and you swallow it and it still looks like a taco, you did not chew enough. So we want our food to be chewed into a paste. Think about you're trying to integrate your saliva into your food using your teeth, which that might sound weird, but that's literally what you're doing. Another helpful tip is to not use liquids to wash your food down. Some people say, you know, don't drink anything while you're eating. That's totally up to you. For some people, it is helpful to not have a liquid there because you are in the habit of using water or any other liquid to wash your food down. But really, we want to be able to chew and swallow without needing extra help to swallow that food. So it could be helpful. Maybe you have a little bit of water before you eat. And then as you're eating, especially as you're working on this habit, focus really on chewing and swallowing and not using liquids to wash your food down. And then my last couple of tips, especially when eating with others, I talk to a lot of people who feel a lot of pressure when they eat with other people to make sure that they keep up with the other people that are eating, or especially here in Spain, it's very common to do things like uh, share plates. And so if you're sharing plates with others, you're maybe at a meal and you, you know, you're sharing a bunch of food, get your own plate and put your portion on your plate so that you don't feel that pressure to eat as quickly as the other people at the table. And you don't feel that pressure to like, quote unquote, get your portion. That for me, that for me is a really big one because sometimes if, especially something's tasty, like I want to get, I want to make sure that I get my servings worth. I get my money's worth. And so I'll eat quickly. And that kind of takes away from my ability of chewing my food well. And then the last two, I, I really, really, really recommend listening to the two episodes of this podcast that I have on mindful eating. It's episode 11 and episode 29. Episode 11 is more on hunger and mindful eating practices. Episode 29 talks about mindful eating in social situations, which I think can be really helpful. And then the last one is signing up. I have a free mini course, three habits, really helpful for building a mindful eating practice. And it's totally free. Sign up for that and commit to each of the videos. There's three video lessons and each of the video lessons is like less than five minutes. And it's easy to put off and say, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Just do it. Sign up. You've got a few minutes, even if that means that you're listening to the video as you're walking instead of actually watching the video, that is enough. And these habits are going to really support a solid digestive process. It's going to support you feeling calmer and more in charge of your eating habits. And I think you're going to really love it. I'm going to drop, not drop, I'm going to wrap up this episode with this. I think there's a lot that you can go on here. If you are someone that does have issues with this, or if you are working on specific habits and you're kind of struggling with it, or you need help with habits, 
that's what I'm here for. I will be opening up spots for my group coaching course where we do have an entire module on mindful eating and how to implement those habits into your day-to-day. I will be opening that up very, very soon. So you can find the link to get yourself on the interest list. And when you sign up for the interest list for my group coaching program, it's called The Confident Eater. You will get information about the program that will break down what you'll learn, the benefits, how you will feel during and after the program, which I know is big feeling more in charge of your eating habits and feeling like you have choice. Oof, that's a good one. And with that, I am going to wrap up this episode. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. Those of you that have already left a rating on Spotify, thank you so much. If you have not left a rating on Spotify, you can see there's like a little star when you look at the podcast page, there's a little star underneath the title and you can tap on that and then give me, you know, hopefully a five-star rating. And that is a really great way for other people to find the podcast. So thank you. And with that, I'm going to go, oh my gosh, I'm watching Ona. If you, so if you don't know who Ona is, she is my dog. She is the cutest thing in the whole world. And she's just making little doggy dream noises. And like, it's so cute. So I'm going to go say hello to her. And I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day, whatever it is that you're doing and wherever you are.